0: This is MSU Today. Here's Russ White. Well, let's turn the MSU Today host microphone around and ask Michigan State University Vice President and Director of Intercollegiate Athletics, Bill Beekman, to slide over to the guest microphone as we get an update on all things Spartan athletics. With the spring semester winding down and we're heading into the summer, so Bill, welcome to your own show.
1: (laughs) Well, thanks so much, Russ. It's always, uh, you know, it's always great to chat with you, whether it's, uh, on air or in person. And, uh, it, it has been a, a very, very active, uh, year for us with, uh, w- with, the, the challenges of the pandemic we've been facing. It's, um, you know, it, it really is quite a, quite extraordinary. Our, our team has done a really special job and, uh, And I would be remiss to not acknowledge the work of our athletic trainers as the sort of frontline workers in athletics. Uh, They have administered literally thousands and thousands of COVID tests, and they've provided uh, uh, athletic training support to over 700 athletes whose schedules were really compressed with the exception of football, were compressed into a very, very narrow window with, with all of our sports playing uh it, being in competition between January and uh and now of of 2021 so it's been a, a a really extraordinary year we we are very happy and and lucky that we were able to get every team into competition and uh well with with the exception of uh, of women's gymnastics who uh, was able to practice but not compete uh due to to due to covid uh and and quarantines hitting their team and with the, the amount of time they had to quarantine, unfortunately, we couldn't get uh, women's gymnastics into competition this year. But every other team had the ability to compete despite cancellations, postponements. And I'm, I'm very excited that uh, so far we have two Big Ten championship teams, our women's cross country team and most recently our women's golf team with a, uh, a great win um, and, uh, a bit of, a you know, a wire to wire, lead leading the event and, and just really, really extraordinary.
0: Well, Bill, and you've started to do it already, but just reflect a bit on bringing the department through the pandemic, which has been more than a year now, we're obviously not through it, but we're hoping we're, we're, we can see the, the light at the end of the tunnel. Well, as vaccinations <laughs> increase and, and whatnot, but reflect a bit and, and your hopefulness in some kind of a new normal, hopefully by the fall?
1: Well, you know, it has been an extraordinary year. And we, you know, I, I remember sort of packing some things up in my office as the university closed down and thinking to myself, well, what am I going to need for three or four weeks? And, uh, uh and how, how wrong I was and, and so many others. Uh, And so, you know, we really spent most of the summer uh, with me meeting every day, literally every day via a Zoom call with the Big Ten athletic directors, thinking through how we could get this season to come to pass. And uh, we developed uh, testing protocols that ran through the Big Ten conference. As I say, we've administered literally thousands and thousands of tests to our student athletes, our coaches, and all of our support staff. Uh, our our tab just to provide some context our our bill for for testing covid testing uh, for this academic year will run about 4.5 million dollars um, for all of these the staff and the supplies and and everything that went into uh, covid testing for this year about 4.5 million dollars and, you know, and and i just can't thank our our team enough they've been so uh, adaptable uh, nimble in in trying to 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 get things into the right place so that our student athletes could have every opportunity to compete, and uh, you know as as I've said before, so much of our budget is tied to football. So when we didn't have spectators in the stands for football, and we we were forced to reduce our number of games from a twelve game schedule to a nine game schedule and then several of our games ended up being canceled uh, due to pandemic related issues, happily not, not on our end, but nevertheless, then you know, that really affected our revenue stream and our revenue uh, decreased by about uh, $80 million this year. So, uh, so we really, uh, we lost over half of our revenue um, and, and had to adapt very, very quickly. So we limited, as I said to our coaches, don't think of staying within your budget this year. Think of it as just not spending anything this year unless it's absolutely critically necessary. And they've been extraordinary in doing that. Uh, our, our, our team in, uh, you know, in all of our other support units, uh, whether it's athletic training, strength and conditioning, nutrition, academic services, or our administrative units here in 1855 place have all done really an exceptional job of staying uh, as as close to the uh, as close to zero spending as humanly possible and that's allowed us to save over 50 million dollars this year uh, so in 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 one year we were able to trim uh, 50 million dollars out of our budget and still provide in most cases not a complete normal experience for our student athletes but still had the opportunity to provide competitive opportunities for our, for our athletes uh, to, uh, you know, to continue to play the sports that they love. So I just can't say enough about the extraordinary team we have here in athletics and how you know, really each and every person has, uh, has, has pulled their weight and and worked double time. You know, Russ, just to give you one example in thinking about ways that we could cut costs for football season you know, we we, we hire uh, external uh, folks outside of the department to do things like help us pull the tarp up before the game or to serve as uh, ushers or elevator operators or uh, 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 guest services personnel. And this year, uh, we took volunteers from amongst our staff to try and save money. And so we had 15 people at eight o'clock in the morning before every football game out pulling the tarp up off the field and uh you know and that's a, a strenuous about an hour long process to get that done. But each and every time we did that, we saved a little money. And and as I said to the team, you know, every dollar we save is a dollar less that we have to, you know, lay somebody off or, or have a personnel cut or any of those other things we'd try and avoid. So the team really uh pulled itself together and did extraordinary work.
0: And I think it's worth noting, Bill, as far as your budget goes in athletics, you don't draw from tuition, you don't get state support. I think it's important for people to know that it's not like tuition gets raised to help you with budget issues.
1: No, that's exactly right. The athletic department doesn't get any, uh, we don't receive any revenue uh, from the university in terms of tuition dollars or the state appropriation. Uh, All of the money that uh, is spent in athletics is generated through athletics. And, and much of that comes from television revenue, uh, from ticket revenue, including seat premiums and, and the premium seating areas. Uh, when you buy a, uh, a t-shirt with an MSU logo on it, the licensing uh, component of that, part of that comes to athletics. Or when you see uh, advertisements in the, uh, in the football program or on the radio or in the video boards in the stadium. That, uh, that revenue comes into athletics for the, uh, the rights fees paid for the, that, uh, the, that com- those commercials that you see. So all of that comes in to fund the department. And I think it's, you know, Russ, it's really very, very important. There are only about 25 schools in the entire country that can make that claim, that they are 100% sort of floating on their own bottom. And to me, given my history, largely on the academic side of the university house, uh, you know, I think it's very important that that tuition and uh, the appropriation go to academic purposes and our academic mission to keep that part of our university as strong as it possibly can be. So, you know, we do we we do fund ourselves, and uh, and so when we have these uh, horrible years, and hopefully they don't come very often. I, I've told uh, some folks that. Uh, you know i think this is probably the the worst financial year in the history of college athletics uh, but uh but we will uh w- we will persist and find our way through it and uh have a spartans will attitude so uh uh so we'll will will make it but it's uh it certainly has not been without its challenges
0: and bill catching up with spartans athletic director bill beekman on msu today uh, coach tucker talked about the positive buzz in the locker room coming out of spring football obviously the fall is so far off as the pandemic you know ebbs and flows but what is your thinking now about attendance for for football in the fall and just again what makes you hopeful about the fall
1: yeah i think that uh, you know we we had a good experiment on uh last week with the spring game and we we offered tickets to 6000 people it was a little drizzly so i think we we lost a little bit of a attendance due to the weather but you know over the course of the summer you know, i think as more and more people have access to vaccines uh, i think we're now at a point where roughly 40% of uh, of american adults have had at least one dose of the vaccine at least according to the the, the news scroll that i that i saw over the weekend and uh, so yeah, we're clearly making progress on that front You know, and what we'll be watching are those, those major activities that, that occur over the summer. So when you look at major league baseball, you know, the Tigers started out with a, a, a relatively uh, a reduced opening day capacity. Uh, the Texas Rangers started out with a, uh, a full stadium and, uh, and seeing how, as those, those, uh, those stadiums and and uh the evolution of, of how things go this summer and whether they can safely have fifty, seventy-five, eighty percent capacity. You know, we'll look at uh at NASCAR and IndyCar races and other kinds of events around the country that draw large, large groups of people, uh outdoor concerts, those kinds of things. And you know, hopefully what we'll see over the course of the summer is a trend in the right direction as people get Vaccinated and uh, uh, and and people are more comfortable coming to those events, and they become that much safer because of of the vaccine. So I'm hopeful that as we get into the fall, we'll have robust crowds in Spartan Stadium. Uh, whether that's 100% capacity, uh, 75%, 50%, I think still remains to be determined. But you know, I remain hopeful that we'll have a good, solid crowd with the band and the cheerleaders and the kickstep into the stadium and, uh, and some really, really good football.
0: And Bill, regardless of the budget situation, I'd like to give you the opportunity to talk about how important the donors are to the program and really the whole university it was a, a big news item when Matt Ishbia made his gift a couple of months ago, but just talk about the importance of, of the donors to Spartan athletics.
1: Well, yeah, as we as we said, we don't get uh, money through either tuition or state appropriation. So one of the ways that we have to, to grow the program is really through the support of our donors. And when you look at uh, most of our athletic facilities, for example, those are all donor funded projects. Uh, we're working to complete the uh, addition to Mun Arena. Uh, we just recently completed... Uh, renovations to our football uh, offices and were you to drive around campus now and uh, went a little a little south of campus down Harrison Road you'd see a really neat project fully donor funded that is our short game facility uh, for golf adjacent to Forest Acres West. That's about a $900,000 project. Every penny of that will be supported through uh through donor funding. So our donors are critical in that they allow us to try and take our programs to the next level. And uh, you know, and, and, and some of our programs have uh, absolutely state-of-the-art facilities as a result. Uh, the Lash Center, uh, the Lash Family Golf Center is, uh, is an extraordinary facility, uh, thanks to, uh, to Rick and Suzanne Lash and their family. And the, uh, the short game facility that's adjacent will be every bit as good and uh, you know, and so donors like that are just—they're really the lifeblood of what we do, and uh, and certainly uh, Matt Ishbia's gift of thirty-two million dollars uh, spread across a number of of activities. I'll mention two. Uh, one is uh, is improving our football facilities and helping them remain state of the art, and then the other is uh, tied to. What, what Matt, I think, very, very uh, appropriately called uh, a Spartan for Life Fund. And that fund really is tied to uh, working with our student-athletes while they're here on campus. Uh, and part of it's career services, but in a way, it's much, much more than that. It's really uh, tied to, you know, as, uh, you know, as Todd Edwards would say, bringing students in when they're freshmen, uh, helping understand what their goals and priorities are, what major might best suit them so that when you get to be a senior and you're looking for that job, it isn't a a cliff you're trying to to climb. It's just another step, uh, another stair step in the progression of your four years here on campus. And it becomes natural to get that job in an area of interest to you for those many student athletes who won't go on to have a professional career. So Matt's very passionate about, uh, about career services and, uh, and that uh, that student-athlete support process. And so we're very, very excited to get that program up and running this summer. Uh, the program that our students that come in the fall will see uh, will be very different than what they'd seen in the past, uh, directly tied to the gen- generosity of Matt Ishbia's gift.
0: I remember too, Bill, Matt making it clear in the press conference that he wanted to make sure his gift touched just about every Spartan student-athlete there is. So that's that's great to hear, and as as we wrap up, bill, just summarize what you'd kind of like Spartan Nation to keep in mind as we, as the spring semester closes and as, as we head into the summer, looking forward again, like we said to a great fall
1: well we uh you know, as as we continue with ticket renewals, for example for the uh for the fall football season, uh, I would just ask for for people's patience uh you know, we've been uh you know, we're following the you know, the latest uh, guidelines that come out of the uh, uh, the CDC in Atlanta, along with our state guidelines, uh, where we work hand in glove with, uh, with Ingham County and the Ingham County Health Department, and they've been extraordinary partners in this effort, uh, giving us guidance on things like the spring game and, and other activities that we've had on campus. And so we'll continue to work very closely with them Making, uh, making sure that we're making every possible opportunity available for our, our extraordinary Spartan Nation family uh, to be able to see our young people in action uh, this fall. And uh, you know, I'm very hopeful that we'll walk into Spartan Stadium and uh, uh, you know, it's, maybe as athletic director, I shouldn't say this, but, uh, but one of the pieces of each season that just brings a tear to my eye actually doesn't have anything to do with with our actual teams uh competing on the field but when that band comes out of the stadium and plays that same uh, cadence of music that they've played every year since i've been alive since i remember going to the stadium as a six seven eight year old kid uh, when we used to have something called band day and uh and seeing the 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 band come out in that that same uh uh, kick step and the formation and the songs and the, uh, playing the fight song, um, just, just makes me shiver. And, uh, and, and I hope that we can provide that experience to a good 75,000 people in the fall, uh, and, uh, and also get folks out to, to, to basketball, volleyball, ice hockey, uh, very, very excited about the future, uh, for all of those sports. And, uh, and I'd say, Russ, that, uh, if you've got a chance, uh, I'd encourage you to get out and uh, and see a baseball game or a soccer game, a softball game, some of our sports that maybe are are not covered as widely in the newspaper or on television, but but where the student athletes are competing every bit as hard. And I'll uh, I'll just close with this one example: um, our wrestling program, in its uh, completing its fourth year under Roger Chandler's leadership, and they've uh, they've not had the best facilities and, uh, not have, uh, have had, they haven't had the, the the wealthiest richest assets to work with, but Roger has developed a team of extraordinary young men into a top 20 program. And, uh, and, and I, I, I will admit that I, I hadn't been to too many wrestling matches before becoming athletic director, but, uh, Oh, it's great fun. And we've got some just really, really special young men that, uh, that will compete nationally and, uh, and, and some real all American prospects. So it's uh, it's great fun. And I'd encourage folks to get out and watch.
0: You're here. Well, Bill, thanks for all you're doing to guide Spartan athletics through these turbulent times and for updating us on all those activities today.
1: Well, Russ, thank you for taking over the, the role of, uh, <laughs> of the inquisitor. And uh, it's always fun to talk regardless of which seat I'm in.
0: That's Spartans athletic director Bill Beekman. Much more online at MSUSpartans.com. And I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.